Like magic, men surrounded Dick, shoving him like a sleeping bag, head first into the back. And me? I'm left lying in the dirt, blood piddling down my face, Belle whimpering as she circles me. I reached up to feel the lead pellets lodged in my skull before holding out a limp hand to comfort her, Belle sniffing hard to see if she smelled death. Finally, a couple more of the big boys hoisted me up and laid me flat in the back of a four-wheeler, me yelling, Don't forget Belle! And off we went, bouncing up and down on hard carpet, tearing up even more of my wheat. I smelled iron, unsure if it's blood or just the normal odor of a government rig, the pungent bouquet of bullshit. Once we hit the highway, they lit up the siren, and it's off to the hospital in Jackson Hole. Shock and awe all the way. Everything on the road pulling to the side. This being one instance when I appreciated executive power. For the next hour, they tweezed pellets out of my noggin and neck, cleaned out my eye socket to someday fit me with a glass peeper. When I awoke, my wife Cindy was beside, angry and worried, rocking in her seat, fists balled as if she's preparing to mount a horse that doesn't particularly want to be ridden. I told you not to go. Man's a menace. But no, you're a big shot, hunting with the vice president. Big goddamn deal. See what that gets you? Your head almost blown off and damn near blind? Cindy speak for, oh my God, how you feeling? And I'm thinking it's a good thing Dick didn't kill me, because Cindy would have beaten him to death with that leather-strap, sawed-off pool cue she keeps under the front car seat. Just in case I run into someone lacking manners, is how she explains the weapon. A few minutes later, some other pencil-neck crept into my room. I'd seen him a couple of times hovering around Dick. Pure Washington, but westernized in a leather vest and shiny black shit-kickers. Mr. Thomas, he said, and shakes his head with fake concern. I'm Lawrence Hovey. I work for the vice president. How are you? I'm so happy to see you awake and looking so good under the circumstances. He smiled like a man that just farted and plans to blame the dog. I eyed him with what was left of me and grunted, Where's Dick? The vice president was called back to Washington, an emergency. He wanted me to check in on you, make sure you're comfortable and have everything you need. We did some background on the surgeon here. A real top-notch fellow. As good as you can get anywhere in the country. I didn't mention what little comfort that was for a man with an empty crater in his head. Instead, I pondered myself with an eye patch, like Lee Marvin in Cat Blue. So, Mr. Thomas, as you can imagine, this is a pretty sensitive situation. The press and all. If they get wind of a hunting accident, they'll have a field day. The vice president has to deal with them on a daily basis. The personal intrusions, the insults, it's all part of his job. But you certainly didn't sign up for that, did you? It's important we have a discussion on the best way to handle this. You know, to protect you and your family. The press can be very disruptive. Cindy poked at him with her long index finger. The finger of truth, I call it, with the power to cut through bullshit. Disruptive, she yelled. Know what's disruptive? Being blind. 
walking around with a white cane and a dog to lead you to the bathroom, making your living with a tin cup and a dancing monkey as your partner. That's disruptive. I appreciated Cindy's flair for drama, but clearly I was only half-blind and didn't require any assistance from an animal. Turning towards Hovey, I said, You don't need to worry. I'm not talking to the press. Which sounded like snood not that rubbery. My lips still rubbery from the anesthesia. Truth is, if I wanted to tattle on Dick Cheney, I'd have a lot more to talk about than his lack of field sports skills. Dick and I, we'd been acquainted most of my life. We'd met at Natrona High School in Casper in the 50s. I wouldn't say we were friends, but we shared a love of beer, which sometimes brings men together. After we graduated, the government offered me a vacation abroad, all expenses paid, as in, Come on, kid, see the world.